Does God care about what you do? I mean, it's an open question. Does God care about what you do? (laughs) Yes, he does. Do you know what he cares about more? He cares about who you are. And of course, those two are related, right? What I do is an expression of who I am. But also what I do consistently changes who I am. But God is so, it, so incredibly concerned with who you are, with the heart that beats in your chest, with the character that is formed or warped within you. Everything serves that purpose of God's great masterpiece of you. Right? All of the rules, all of the regulations, the law, the teachings of the church, her precepts, all of that is for the sake of God being able to create in your soul a masterpiece of holy living. Nothing short of a saint. Even the trials in your life, the difficulties, those things that you think, I hate this so much, why would God ever allow this? And he's saying, okay, you don't like all of the instruments that I'm willing to use. You know what? I don't like your suffering either, but you live in a broken world as a broken person. Actions have consequences. Yeah, there's a lot of suffering that comes your way. Whether it be caused by someone else, caused by you, caused by just the brokenness of our bodies and this natural world. But he'll use even that as one of the many paintbrushes in creating a masterpiece that is a holy character within you. And and, and that is kind of the distinction that Jesus wants to make in today's gospel. Because the Pharisees, if anything, it it would seem like there's a contradiction between the first reading and the gospel, because the first reading is all about how the law is so great. It's a precious thing, a wonderful thing. What nation is there that has a law as just as this one? And yet Jesus seems to want to transcend the law. Right? The Pharisees who prided themselves on how closely and strictly they followed their law. Jesus says to them, you hypocrites. He says, whatever comes from the outside can't defile you. Kind of shifting the focus from the exterior. And he says, no, 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 look within. Because it's from within, from your character. And wherever it's been warped, that's where the things that defile you come from. But really... Jesus was reading this exact same book of Deuteronomy and reading it closely. Because here we say, or we read, In your observance of the commandments of the Lord your God, which I enjoin upon you, you shall not add to what I command you, nor subtract from it. The Pharisees, often with good intentions, would add to the law. And so, for example, it could be something like, Actually, it goes all the way back to Genesis. Eve was the first one to add to the law, right? Because when the serpent asked her, did God really say not to eat of the tree? She said, yes, he did. And he said, don't even touch it. God never said, don't touch it. But but that's sometimes what we do. Sometimes in in our nervousness about like, I want to make sure that I'm doing the right thing. We could take the rule and extend it even further. And then we can apply it to other people. And so mom might say, you know what? 
No cookies before dinner. You interpret that and tell your brother, you can't have cookies for the rest of your life. Right? We take it and go just a little bit further. And that's what the Pharisees did with these ceremonial washings. That was something that the law prescribed for the priests before they offered sacrifice in the temple. Well, the Pharisees said, well, but we just want to be sure that we're, we're all doing all right. So how about everybody has to do these and before every meal? And Jesus shows there, you know what, you've been adding to the law. And it's okay to want to follow the law perfectly, but not if you've missed the spirit of it. Not if it becomes something that you can just beat other people over the head with to say, like, you're not as good as me because you didn't follow all these extra rules that I added. That's what the Pharisees were doing. And they got caught in the trap of being focused on all of the external things, checking all the boxes, doing all this stuff, but never looking within to see what kind of character have I been forming? And most importantly, what kind of relationship do I have with the Lord? Because every single law that God has ever given, every single teaching that the church has ever proposed has been for that exact purpose of establishing a deeper relationship between you and God, your Heavenly Father. This morning I was blessed to baptize two children. And, and do you know what they did to deserve this new position that they have as adopted sons and daughters of God? Absolutely nothing. You know, napped quite a bit, cried a lot, were fussy, made their parents clean up after them. If anything, they did stuff to not deserve it. And yet, God gave it to them as a free gift. He lifted them up to the highest possible dignity they can ever have. And he's done that for you too. Right? That, that is that most sacred, important relationship of your life. That greatest and highest point of your identity. And every law, every teaching, every precept is meant to protect that relationship between you and your Father God. Every single one of them is meant to express your dignity as a son or daughter of God. To make you more and more rooted in your identity as a member of the very body of Christ. And so it's within that context that we look at our own selves, at what actions, what thoughts, what words help us to live out of that identity, to, to, to really live as sons and daughters of God Most High. That's a beautiful litmus test, in fact, before you say something, before you do something, as you catch yourself thinking something, to think, this thought, this word, this action, is that something that a son of God would do? This way that I've behaving, been behaving, is, is, is that how a daughter of God behaves? And rooting our actions in our identity. That way, it actually makes sense that we might live a certain way. It's not just a dry set of rules made up by a bunch of old dudes in Rome. But it's actually a, a, a way of life that helps us live up to the high dignity of our calling to be sons and daughters of God Most High. And so before we talk about actions, which, yes, God cares about, we talk about identity, which he cares about that much more. We realize before the rules comes the relationship. And today, we ask God to reestablish that relationship. To, to help us to be truly rooted in that identity of being sons and daughters of God Most High. And then, once we're rooted in that, 
the actions come a little bit easier, right? Because we realize why we're doing them. And we're able to then do exactly what we're called to do in that second reading. Where it says, humbly welcome the word that has been planted in you and is able to save your soul. See, that's what immediately precedes the more famous uh, line from this, this uh, letter, where he says, Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deluding yourselves. Right? We hear that one maybe quoted a little bit more, but the one that precedes it makes it possible. Until we've humbly received the word of God, that relationship with him, let it be planted in our souls, right? Take root and start growing. Until we've done that, it's impossible to become doers of the word and not hearers only. It's impossible to have this kind of a living out of Christianity where my character comes first, where, where I try to be truly a son or a daughter of God Most High and let my actions flow from that. It ends up being this like white-knuckling it. I'm going to follow the rules. I'm not going to step over the line. And then when I do, I start hating myself and I start resenting the church because the, the rules are just too hard. You might be finding yourself in that kind of a cycle. Well, today's the day to break free. Not by disregarding the rules, but to give the rules their natural context, which is that of a relationship. Right? Marriage, for example, comes with so many rules. Right? You're not supposed to do many different things uh, to or against your spouse. You could list them all and start to resent them. Or you could realize, like, no, that's the flip side of love. <laughs> If, if I love this person, of course I'm not going to want to hurt them. Of course, if I love this person in this exclusive way, nobody else enters into that equation. There's a natural context which in with, within which the rules make sense. That's how our Christian living is as well. And so we restore that natural context in this Mass. In the creed that we're about to say, we basically renew our baptismal vows. We say, this is what I'm about. I renounce Satan and I believe in Jesus. And then we get to have that beautiful moment of communion with him. And that's when we say, Lord, I need you to purify this heart. Because I realize that what's going to defile me, and by that I mean what's going to separate me from you, is not something other people do to me. It's not going to be crossing this line or that line uh, in terms of just arbitrary rules. No, it's going to be ways that I reject my relationship with you because of what I've let into my heart. And what are those things? From within people, from their hearts, come evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. Within that list, we may think like, oh, I'm checking way too many of those boxes. I don't think I'm doing too great. Well, you're in the right place. Because here we receive the living God who purifies our hearts. Here we have contact with the God who loves those hearts, who wants to build those characters, who wants to restore that relationship so that we can start weeding out all of these things that kill us from within. And we can start not only calling ourselves Christians and sons and daughters of God, but living like that. Living with the joy of always remembering our sacred dignity as God's sons and daughters. And then being able to do what St. James calls us to do and to become doers of the word and not hearers only.